Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Good afternoon. It's a lovely, somewhat overcast day in Seattle, which, of course, we're all used to as natives who live here. The overcast is normal. I love the rain we had the last couple of days, though. Yesterday was great. My back garden, so my backyard actually looks alive rather than frozen as it has been for, I don't know, a couple weeks now. It's just been frozen, but now it's just alive, happy. The leaves are shiny. It looks great. So um, I'm happy that we're out of at least the cold for now and into our normal overcast rainy weather. I am loving it. You're liking it? Yeah. I, I am loving it. Seriously. I don't like the traffic that comes with the, the heavy rain, mind you, but the fact that it's been 50 degrees, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's we're what liking I'm talking it. about. Back yeah. to fall. Because <laughs> right. it's still officially fall, you know? It's not even winter yet. And well, we've for had a little while. We don't have Insanely low it's been temperatures. Yeah, yeah, freezing. Yeah. And now it's, ah. Uh, yeah. And it's back to normal. I, I just, I feel better now. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I'm glad that Eric's feeling better. And I just want to put out my gratitude and appreciation for all of our listeners, wherever you are, whatever state you're listening from, whatever country you're listening from. I'm just thrilled and pleased that you're interested in healing yourself and your dedication to living a happy life. Today, we're going to talk about Christmas, the holiday. So not just Christmas, but any holiday event that you and your family are celebrating. I'd love to hear some of your stories. And I'm going to share a few of mine. And Karen, my assistant, who's answering the phone, she's actually going to share one of hers. She called it a tragedy. I left my head off when she was telling me about it. You know how kids are with, I'm sure she didn't appreciate that, but you know how kids are about Christmas. You know, it's a tragedy You know, when things don't work out right, when it's a toy, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's a toy. And uh, of course, I remember uh, our three daughters, and they're always their wide, bright eyes over the holidays. And Mariam told me that she used to do what I did when I was a kid, is open up all the presents when we were gone and, and tape them <laughs> back up and then blackmail her siblings about what was in their present. <laughs> so that's how she got extra treats or, you know, a few extra bucks uh, uh-huh. to figure out. And I used to do the very same thing when I was a kid. So uh, she didn't get in very much trouble about that. <laughs> we think it's kind of genetic. This year, uh, I decided to have a paperless Christmas. I didn't want to wrap. I really want to enjoy the next two weeks. You know, After this radio show, I'm going uh-huh. to be on vacation until next year, which is very exciting. So I took each girl out individually and had them purchase their Christmas presents. I'm not going to wrap them. So we had a really great day. Went out to lunch or dinner or whatever the situation was. And I found out how very different each one of my daughters is when it comes to shopping. Mm -hmm. So Mina's like prepared. She's been online. She knows what she wants. She knows where (laughs) it is. She's in and out. You know, she wants a second opinion, but she's pretty much already got it. You know, so so that's great. Where Mariam loves to shop for hours. Mm -hmm. She's the eldest. So she'll carry like in the shoe department, like four different shoes, just walk Walking around, looking at all the other shoes before she ever sits down. So she's a, a definitely a 12-hour shopper. Wow. And then where me, Misha, the middle, doesn't really like to shop, complains the entire time, and has a hard time making a decision. So I, next time I go shopping with Misha next year, because I think we'll carry on this tradition, I'm going to need a, a martini <laughs> before we hit the, the stores, is what I was figuring on. 
So, okay. so that's the way. Uh, you know, those are my Christmas stories, which I think are funny. Um, but I'm not sure everybody else will. So we'd love to hear your Christmas stories when you're calling in today. And, of course, what we're hoping for everyone is that you have a wonderful holiday, that mm. you enjoy the, the people that you're with, that you do your best not to take anything personally, because family tends to do that. We tend to push each other's buttons. Take deep breaths, count to 10, and remind yourself that this day will pass. And while it's passing, do your very best to smile and enjoy the people that are around you that really do love you. They don't always give you that impression, but they really do love you. And they decided to come to earth with you this time to help you grow in significant ways. So try to remember that when you're not feeling exactly happy to be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm heading home to uh, see my family at Christmas time, driving down to California, and I'm looking oh, wow. forward to that. And we're at a point where, like, collectively, I think the family, even though we all disagree with each other on all <laughs> kinds of stuff, are just too tired, <laughs> too tired to get angry and fight anymore. And, you know, like like to say 10 years ago, that wouldn't have been the case. We'd all been up, like, yeah. arguing with, <laughs> with each other and just, you know, how could you say such a thing? You know, just complete dysfunction. But now it's just like people are like, I just don't care. Whatever. Let him believe whatever he wants. That's fine. It's, That's It's not adorable. personally insulting to me, so whatever, you know. That's adorable. So, so, there's so, something good to be said about indifference. I yeah, think. and about aging you know yes. and you're very and young older, eric getting mature, yes. older that you don't you're too tired you have so many other things going on in your life you're too tired to prove your point right love it well okay. at least the rest of the family is too tired to like call <laughs> me out uh, all the time you know like they used to so it's great you know when you're the black sheep of the family you know you, you can't help but get called out a lot but now they're all getting old so it's all right oh i think you it's know? great and we know black sheep rule they, they help move things in families they help shake sure. things up well, I know you're going to have a good Christmas. Are you going to take Highway 101? No. Oh, okay. He says no. Pretty. It's a beautiful highway for those of you that don't live in the area. It's through the Cedars and right. Redwoods. It's stunning. It really is, but yeah. I'm not going to be on the coast, so I'm ah. taking good old I-5. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, why don't we go ahead and go to our phone lines. Later, we're going to ha- hear Karen's story. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing that again and laughing my head off. But why don't we Me go too. Ahead? She said it was going to make people cry, so yeah. I'm interested in hearing which, <laughs> which, which thing one? is true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. But before we do that, I want to give the phone numbers out for folks. If you want to give us a call, we do have a toll-free line from uh, anywhere in the world, I believe, 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Or, again, you can call in uh, if you're in the Seattle or Bellevue area. We'd love to hear from you at 425-373-5527, 425-373-5527. Right now, we're going to stick close to home here and talk to Maureen in Puyallup. Hi, Maureen. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Great. Do you have a, any funny holiday stories or interesting well, stories? I was just trying to think funny well, one um, Christmas Eve tradition, you know, Christmas is so busy. I started um, a Christmas Eve tradition. It's just um, my little family, and um, we we have Oreos and tea. Nice. <laughs> just something so easy. Buy Oreos and have some tea and just a few minutes to... You know, maybe open one present. I love that idea. Just something real easy. Really easy (laughs) and nurturing. You know, I think for all of us who've been watching Oreo commercials for decades, Uh you know, they're pretty endearing. They evoke holiday feelings and family feelings. That's very wise of you. Smart, (laughs) smart going. 
Yeah. So what can I do for you today? Well, um, uh, I've made some big changes in my life lately, and I'm just wondering if if I'm going in the right direction in that. Right. And I also have a health issue in there that I'm concerned about. Okay. All right. And we'll get to both of those. So when I'm looking at the direction, uh, Here's the thing. Until you start to shift your energy, it's going to be challenging to be able to assess if the direction is in your highest good or not. Because your inner, you tend to run your energy kind of low, which is probably why you're having some health challenges, too. And so when, when the energy is running low, then it's difficult to choose because nothing is actually shining more brightly than the other thing. It's almost like choosing the lesser of the two evils versus... Oh my gosh, that sounds so great! You know, kind of a feeling. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I have low energy. Right, you do, and of course, you're busy. You have a family, but what helps a person increase their energy level is actually by vibrating happiness inside of your body, thinking positively, uh, e- even in the midst of difficult times. Finding something like your darling story of the Oreos. I'm going to think about that all day because I it feels really great to me. I think it's a kind of a unique, you know, it's not a big sit down, huge dinner. Everyone's been working so hard cooking a gigantic meal and then we all lay down and take a nap, you know, Mm -hmm. instead of a little bit of sugar and a lot of joy. So I, I truly like your story. So what do you do to help your energy become positive? Well, I love my job. Oh, good. Good. You love your job. Okay. So what Uh do you do? Um, I work with adults, um, uh, teaching. Uh Mm -hmm. Great. So you work in the teaching field and you teach adults. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. All right. And so, so that's good that you love your job. That's very important. That helps with energy. I might disagree a little bit with you because your energy has gone up a little bit while I'm looking at you loving your job, but I'm still not in the, uh, uh, so what else do you do throughout the day? Because helping someone's energy stay up is about noticing and experiencing happy things throughout the day, recognizing what could bring you happiness, you know, multiple times a day. Are you still there? I think we lost her, Eric. She's back on. Oh, okay, great. Okay, I think we did lose her. Okay, so <laughs> I I'm, guess we'll... I'm just going to continue on the answer, you know, yeah. and then if Maureen comes back on, that'll be fantastic. So, Maureen, what's really important is feeling happiness throughout the entire day. When you're getting dressed, can you find an outfit that gets you really excited and, you know, a color even, just a color. Like today I put on a fun hat, you know, something that's going to help you bring up your energy. Multiple things throughout the day, stopping and getting a healthy treat like... Um, Maybe a soy chai before you head off to work. You know, think, okay. things of that will help you get your energy up. And then we'll get you the motivate. Hello, Marie. We're, wel- we're happy that you're back. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. And then that might help you to even get some more exercise because that's one thing your body's kind of yelling at me about. You know, that, yes. you know even a long walk would be nice. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, first thing in the morning or, you know, if you're going to have a bunch of vacation time off right now, which you very well could be, mm-hmm. then really get in a great vacation routine right now. But you're the only one who can really change your energy significantly enough to help it maintain in a high vibration. 
You can have experiences where someone's helping you, but those are temporary. You're still the one who's going to maintain the energy regardless. So I think you're going to have to, you know, put yourself in school for a couple of months and investigate this idea and find ways to for you to get your energy up. Okay. All right, and then I think your health's going to start to change. If I if you don't make some permanent shifts in your frequency, then I'm going to be really worried about your health because it seems to get a little bit worse every year. Is that true? Well, um, yeah, uh, I think so. Over the last uh, couple, three years, mm-hmm. a, a chronic problem that I have has not gotten better. Right. Right. So, so. Um, exercise, yeah, exercise. Being positively, being positive. do little things that help me feel positive. Yeah, what happens is that the life force energy that's in your body right now is becoming stagnant because you're not allowing positive energy into your body as easily as you could. So the stagnant energy, which is less vital, is now what's feeding your organs, your cells, your blood. I'm in a lot of your blood, actually. And, and so then it's not getting a vital energy. When you start to feel more positive, you'll pull in more vital energy, which will then push up against the stagnant, the non-vital energy. And because it's actually weaker than vital energy, it will collapse and then begin to release in your body. You'll feel so much better in every way of your life. Okay. Okay? But you're going to have to do some homework. Okay. All right, teacher. And it's up to me. Thank you. It's up to you. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's move on to our next caller. And again, we've got some lines open. So if you do want to give us a call, you can at 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. Or locally here at 425-373-5527. Now let's talk to Carol in eastern Washington. Hi, Carol. How are you? I'm fine. Good, good. Any funny um, holiday stories? I don't have any funny holiday okay. stories. <laughs> okay, what can I do for you today? I'm calling mostly about my husband. Okay. Uh, what? Okay, yes. Uh, he, he's, he's had migraine headaches all of his life. Uh-huh. Recently, though, he's had memory loss and fatigue and seizures. Me- wow, that's a lot. It is. Yeah. And all of these are these symptoms are still about the brain, though. You know, memory loss and the seizures is still brain-related. Right. Brain um, problems in energy medicine is about neglecting, avoiding, or not feeling comfortable with one's own intuition. So what this means is that he's not listening to himself. And, and what it also means is that he's got a great guidance system. Like, your husband's probably very intuitive, but he's not paying attention. He's not taking notes. He's, he's just avoiding it, you know, and, and denial is a big part of diseases that go along with the brain as well. So denying some aspect of his life, maybe he's worked a job for a long time that he didn't appreciate, or he lived in an area that he didn't really want to live in. I don't know what the circumstance would be. So, uh, to get him to actually get inside of his own body and feel his feelings would be very important. His feelings for himself has your husband had any therapy? No. Because that's what I would recommend first and foremost, that you find a good therapist in your area so that he can start to get down to his real emotions, get out of denying his real feelings, and then connect with his intuition. And, and I think the connecting with intuition might come later, unless it's something you've noticed in your marriage where he, he's had some weird fluky experiences 
that are indicative of intuition. Have you noticed any of that? I think, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Great. So since you've already noticed that, then you can talk to him about that. Yeah. You know? Nothing particularly fluky, but he does seem to have some kind of an intuition, yes. Yeah. It, what it really means, too, is he's very intuitive. As soon as he can get some therapy, which would be great for him, and get down to his real emotions, whatever those may be, then he can uh, let those emotions be released and then, you know, get more in touch with his insight, which thankfully he's already had some of those experiences, which is great because the two of you can talk about it. And that will help with his memory loss. It may even help with some of the seizure activity. And, um, and then, of course, those headaches, which are so painful. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think he'd be open to therapy? No. <laughs> what if you talked to him about it's possible that if he goes into therapy that he might have a reduction in his symptoms? Because he, um, he hates them. What's that? I said he hates his symptoms. Yes. He, uh, and he, yeah, the, it drives him crazy. So uh, you might be able to help move him in that direction, or maybe the two of you could sign up for family therapy. You know, so he doesn't feel like he's all alone in there with hope that uh, his needs will be addressed first and foremost. Mm-hmm. So th- okay. Th- th- that would be my suggestion. Okay. Uh, one other. Uh, how, how urgent is it that we do we continue our downsizing? Um, pretty urgent. Yeah. I, I, in other words, uh, you know, some, by mid-next year, that would be a great idea to make sure that you've moved one more extra step. So by mid-2010? Right. Make You know, do your best. And this is a great time to downsize anyway. You know, financially, you can get a greater deal, perhaps, if you're going to purchase something. Um, and, and it looks like to me that a part of it is just reorganizing all the stuff you've accumulated over a long period of time. That would be part of it. Yeah. And so maybe have your kids help you. If you have children, help your kids help you out with that or neighbors. Um, you know, you guys could do a big pizza party. And get a whole bunch of stuff off to donations. Uh, have some of your children take, you know, some of those goodies out of the house. I always call my garage Costco, and I'm always encouraging my children to shop there frequently, uh, so that I can eventually, you know, unload a lot of the stuff that's accumulated over the the years. Our stuff is pretty much below their dignity. <laughs> so you know, uh, it goes off to charitable organizations. Yeah, though. yeah. But let them help you with that. You know, let your kids help you because you guys aren't getting enough help. It looks like to me. Okay. Yeah. So that, so that's what I would recommend. I'm actually more concerned about the therapy than the downsizing because I know how uncomfortable your husband is, and I'd love for him to get some relief. Okay. And you might want to look for an energy worker in your area because uh, I think your husband would respond well to it um, because of the fact that he is intuitive. That means he's reading energy, even though he doesn't really understand that. So an energy worker could help a lot to alleviate some of the discomfort. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, and happy holidays. Thank you. All righty. Okay. Great. Bye. Bye. So, why don't we go ahead and let Karen tell her uh, her tragic story? Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. But before we do that, I okay. just want to get the phone numbers out one more Alrighty. time because we actually have some lines open, and it's a rare thing on this show. So, I do want to let people know that they can call in today at eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. That's eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. Or if you're in the Seattle or Bellevue area, again, we'd love to hear from you at four two five three seven three five five two seven. That's four two five three seven three five five two seven. 
Okay. So, Karen, uh, what's your tragic story? Okay, get the tissues ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so I must have been about seven, I'm mm-hmm. thinking. And people out here may not know what this is, but in the Midwest, in the Chicago area, Cuddly Dudley was, like, huge. And literally huge. So he was a big dog that sat down. He was bright orange, big floppy ears, just gorgeous. And the perk with Cuddly Dudley was he came with this really cool cardboard train. So I got, of course, my best friend at the time had to get one too. So I got it so excited, elated, running around the living room. And then I have an older brother. Well, I have three older brothers. But the oldest brother thought he would be really funny. And he jumped into my train and all four wheels bent. So I could not even take Cuddly Dudley for a ride in his train because my oldest brother broke it. And to this day, my brother swears he doesn't remember ever doing this. Okay, are you crying yet? <laughs> Eric was putting back on my mic. Oh, well, I'm still laughing. I'm so sorry. You tell the story so cutely and so sweet. And I know your brother, you know, his intention, although I know, you know, sibling uh, rivalry, his intention wasn't to destroy your oh, gorgeous train. I debate that one big. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. And isn't it funny how the family <laughs> arguments continue even decades later? I know. About Cuddly Dudley. I know. He yeah. doesn't remember doing it. And I can, I can picture it. I can see it. I can still feel it. And it still just breaks my heart. Oh, my gosh. And that's why... That's probably the part that makes it so entertaining for me, you know, because you and I are about the same age, which we won't divulge over the air. And so I know this is a long time ago. Decades. Yeah. Decades. Yeah. But an adorable story. But you got the dog, right? So. I did. And he was great until his head got floppy. And he couldn't stand up straight anymore. Well, I hope this Christmas that you love everything that you get. I will. And that nobody crawls into it and breaks it in half. <laughs> Me too. Thank yeah, you very Thanks much. for sharing, Karen. That was a great story. Right. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. Yeah, I've surprised Eric. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and take a break. Okay, and we no will... worries. Give me just like two seconds two here. Two seconds. And, and while we do that, while we get ready for this break here, again, I'll give that number 877-825-8828. That's 877-825-8828. We'll be right back with more on the Marie Manucherry Show. And again, you can call us locally at 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Stay tuned. Marie and Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt will begin the first of four interactive workshops on December 5th entitled Healing from Within. This first workshop will focus on what you are taking in physically and emotionally. Topics will include detoxifying, weight loss, absorption of nutrients, a healthy metabolism, food allergies, and food sensitivities. Dr. Sheila and Marie will share tools and techniques to empower you in the healing process. Join them at the Residence in Marriott in Bellevue from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on December 5th so that you too can begin healing from within and step into the new year with commitment, with freshness, with wholeness, feeling vital and ready to live your life fully. Cost for this workshop is $95 pre-registered and $100 at the door. Seating is limited. To register or for more information, please call Dr. Sheila's office at 425-452-9366 or visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. 
The I'm Thankful Network, radio for inspiration, education, and collaboration. Show host and creator Sue Lundquist has the endless energy, compassion, and charisma to carry her mission. This mission of positive change and communication while also creating a maintenance tool within a safe environment, providing a resource of knowledge through dynamic professionals in their receptive fields. Join Sue Lundquist I'm Thankful Network. Sue Lundquist and the other positive-changing hosts for Living a Life Contribution weekly, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10, streaming live at I'mThankful.com. Start the new year with fun and inspiring tools that invoke curiosity and the desire to change. The Marie Manucherian Friends monthly two-hour class is an investment towards self-development that you won't want to miss out on. We'll provide even more tools to enhance positive thinking, spiritual growth, healing, and so much more. Go to energyintuitive.com to find out more and sign up for the next class. Bringing you fresh perspectives every day. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Happy holidays. We're talking about Christmas, so if you've got a good story, we'd love to hear it. And uh, if you were have been listening to the show, you heard Karen's story, and you might have a box of tissue next to you. I didn't have the tissue, but hey, we all react differently to um, life experiences. So who do we have on the phone lines, Eric? Well, next we're going to talk to Susan in Bellevue. Okay. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you today? So I, I don't know if this is a, a good question for you or not, but I always go to you when I'm, I'm confused. Oh, so thank I've called you. in before. Thank <laughs> I you. I really trust you. Um, so there's a few things. I'm uh, working on getting over a cold, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's tied to we uh-huh. um, adopted a cat from a neighbor, and she um, is a good cat. However, in the middle of the night, starting at around 3 in the morning, (laughs) um, she starts howling like a dog every 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm exhausted. Yeah. (laughs) And it's killing me. And I don't know. She's fed, watered, outside, kitty litter, everything. And so I'm wondering... If you could kind of give me some insight. Well, it's funny because I, I read the reader board and I saw adopted cats. So I knew there was a cat <laughs> issue. And my first immediate thought was, you got to get rid of a cat. And I didn't know what the problem was. And yeah, this cat needs a farm. So you can go ha- hang out with chickens. <laughs> oh. Um, well, see, it, it was abandoned oh. on the farm. Oh. And then the neighbor had um, taken her in for a few years and has um, since taken on work that leaves her out of the house quite a bit, and so the uh, cat needed a good home. And so you're saying that it kind of needs to go back It needs outside. to go to a farm, yeah. It, really? It, yeah. It, well, because, oh, my kids are going to be crushed. Well, you know, you can get another one, though. This is yeah. the, the thing. You know, mom needs to get plenty of rest. You, you know, yeah. it's important for you to be selfish on this issue. You know, you your body is really tired. I think the, the exhaustion was actually a, a little bit maybe... Um, held back and the cat and not getting enough rest is letting you know how tired you've been for a really long time. Uh, I I would think about uh, getting a visit with a naturopath and getting your adrenal glands checked out and just see how your hormones are doing overall because I'm in your blood and I'm not seeing a lot of good hormonal activity. You know, uh-huh. You're young and otherwise uh-huh. healthy, so you know you need to go get some stuff looked at. Is what I'm thinking of, and because the cat is howling like this, that means that there is a home available out there somewhere. You could put a note on Craigslist. You could put um, uh, a little sign up at the grocery store, or you know let your neighbors know. 
so yeah, so that means there's a farm out there ready, or somebody who has a lot of outdoor property. You know, it doesn't have to be a real farm, or maybe even a city dweller who has a bunch of chickens, and the cat could sleep out by the coop house and hang out with the chickens when they're um, when the rooster starts to crow. <laughs> uh, yeah, and a lot of Seattleites are having chickens, um, so yeah. you know they can make a nice little choir, the cat and the rooster, and, <laughs> and it'll be lovely. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And then tell your kids that you'll be looking for another cat. I'd start with a kitten. I think it'd be great for the kids. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that'd be great for me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've had my adrenals checked a mm. few times, my thyroid, nothing ever. With, and I go see, I've seen a, a couple of, you know, Darvish and a couple of other Oh, wonderful. But um, nothing's come up. So okay. So I kind of stopped. Trying, well, but. no, that's that's wise. If nothing's showing up on your tests, you know, but energetically, that's where I am, you know, in your adrenals okay. and your blood, then this is going to be more energetic than physical, which is excellent uh, because, okay. you know, by the time it gets down to the physical, it's very, dif- it's right. harder to shift. So energetically, and if you, you know, you sound like you've been listening to the show, we know each other, yeah. um, <laughs> falling in love with you is what you're meant to do because that's what the solar plexus, the third chakra is all about. And it governs the immune system. Oh. Mm, So the amount of love that you have for those darling kids of yours that are so excited about Christmas, by the way. They're just like... (laughs) In fact, one of them may be trying to peek into some of those presents. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, my daughter daughter has uh, Michael Bublé Christmas music as her ringback tone all year. That's adorable. She loves loves Christmas. (laughs) That's adorable. So how much you love the kids is how much you need to love yourself. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. And so that's your homework. And that's great. You have your adrenal glands are healthy, according to science okay. and your blood. Yeah. Excellent. That's fantastic. You're ahead of the game. Now you okay. can work on your energy and get rid of this exhaustion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the cat. <laughs> and the cat. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, kitty. <laughs> Oh, great. Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks for the great post on Facebook. Oh, thank you so much. And happy holidays. <laughs> thank you, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, my cat, when I first got him, did the same thing. He really? was at Howler, yeah, for a, for a couple of weeks, but then he stopped. Wow. Yeah, I think he just needed time to, you know, get used to his new surroundings. Okay. So there is hope. There he, is she hope. Ends up hanging on to the cat. Okay. Well, hopefully you heard that, and uh, there still might be some hope, according to Eric, that the howling went away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He just had to get used to it. You know, it's like, whoa, where the heck am I? You know, <laughs> because cats don't have like a real choice of where they end up in life often. So that could be overwhelming. Right. Okay. Well, that's good news. And hopefully, Susan, I'm sure she heard that. And, uh, a little bit more time, but then I keep seeing a farm and rooster. So yeah, maybe that's what's best for this cat. <laughs> we'll find I'm out. Say, my cat ended up mellowing out, which that's was nice. Great. He's that's still really pretty great. vocal though, but <laughs> <laughs> luckily he doesn't hassle me when I'm trying to sleep anymore. <laughs> good. It's good. good. Now good. let's talk to Carol in Issaquah. Hi, Carol. How are you? Oh, I'm well. Thank you so much. This is the first time I'm calling in. Yay! And- Yay! So I just would like to kind of get a general reading about. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, Carol, you're pretty funny. Is that true? Uh, sometimes at work. <laughs> <laughs> so at work you can be funny? Your coworkers think that you've got a good sense of humor? I think so. Yeah. I hope so. Well, you can, you can take inventory of your family, um, but that's how I feel. I jump into, you know, your energy system, and I'm, I'm laughing inside. I'm happy. I'm laughing. Uh, I feel good about it. So I know that you are a person who instills humor in others. 
effortlessly. Like it's an easy thing for you to do. And maybe that's why you're not so sure that you're funny, but you notice that people laugh at you at work, not at you perhaps, but with you about certain things. So that's a good thing. Um, what do you want to do with your life? Because there's a, when I think about it, there's a huge question mark on top of your head. Yeah, that's my question. Yeah. <laughs> what I do because I've been really kind of tired and lacking in energy. And mm-hmm. where I'm at in my place in, at work, it's kind of not getting any better. And <laughs> I'm exhausted and it's just energy depleting for me. Right, right. To do Because if, when that happens and you're so lucky to have that awareness, because you know what some people do, they, they'll change offices, get a better plant or start taking antidepressants when what's really happening is your being is saying, hey, this was a good job for a while. This had some fulfilling you know, parts of it. But there's something else you're meant to do because everyone has a life purpose. Everyone has abilities that are that they're completely aware unaware of that are dormant in, inside their body until they start asking the hard questions, right? right. And you're you've picked up on that, and you're like, wait a minute, what am I supposed to do with my life? So w- while you're on the air right now, if you could just close your eyes for a few moments and allow the first thing that comes to your mind about what brings you joy, what makes you happy, or what do you feel inspired about? What makes you curious? Oh, gosh. Um, I love children, and I love, love dogs mm, <laughs> a lot. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, great. So you love children and dogs. Do you like to write? Um, I actually used to um, mm-hmm. high school, but I stopped doing that a long, long time ago. <laughs> well, I'm going to recommend that you pick up that pen and paper or a laptop and start writing again. And you can look at your audience as perhaps um, children. Um, what I really think your audience, I think you have a, a broad audience because you could even, because you, dogs inspire you so much, you could even write books for humans about dogs. You know, one of the reasons why Eric's cats know how to get it together is because Eric is a cat person. He really understands cats. It's almost like he's having a psychic connection with them. I wouldn't go that far that I understand. <laughs> well, I like them. It's, it's really true because I remember that one time your cat disappeared for, oh, a long... Yeah, he was gone for like a month and a half at least. A really long yeah. time and he came back. Yeah, and he I, did. And yeah. you knew he was going to come back. I... I I've, felt optimistic. <laughs> yes. So, so Eric may not want to, you know, he may be shy to the fact that he has a strong psychic connection with cats. Um, but you have a really strong connection with dogs. You truly do. They love you. You love them. So I think you're a writer and I think you can write children's books, books for humans about dogs. And I also think that what you will love the most and what will inspire you the most is to write books for adults that let us play again. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking even even this movie that I haven't seen yet that I can't wait. I'm going to go see it on Tuesday. Is Avatar? Uh, it's it looks like a fabulous book where it's, it's mixing the mystical and you know kind of creative thinking with uh, human life reality, and uh, that's the kind of books I see you writing. Oh wow. Okay. So in the meantime, though, should I stay with my current job or well, should I? Because well, it's to a point where I just I can't. It's hard for me to. Hey. Right. Well, if, if you don't need the money, then I'd say, oh, take a sabbatical, go take some English writing classes, find a writing coach, 
you know, that's what I would say. Absolutely. You know, because when you're working on increasing your frequency and your vibration and aligning with what brings you joy, you don't want to walk in an office building every day that does the complete opposite effect. You want to maintain your vibration. It's really important for human health. And that's, you know, even though you don't really love your job right now, you like the people, you've liked the job for a long time. And so your body's not affected by it. Your energy is still in a, a moderately comfortable place. Okay. All okay. right. So if you can financially quit, um, yeah, please. <laughs> that would be nice, but no. <laughs> so, you know, uh, maybe reduce your hours. Find something creative. Go in and talk to someone because they really like you at work and they're going to want to try to make you happy. Maybe you can do some work from home or reduce your hours or something creative like that. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank All righty. Happy holidays. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, now let's talk to Leah in Bellevue. Hi, Leah. How are you? Hi, I'm good. First, I want to tell you about my cat, too. And Gabriel <laughs> is a talker, and he, I think, talks to spirits in the house. And I was, I, I, oh. He talks all the time. And he's not saying meow. He's talking words, like just cat words, but they're words. They're not meow words. And I'm pretty sure he's talking to spirits. So that was one thing I just wanted to say, and he's very funny. Um, so if you have any information about that is great, but I'm predominantly concerned about uh, my job situation that I've not been working since July, and I have been interviewing, and I'm wondering, you know, if you're seeing any development in that area. Well, I love Gabriel, and, you know, I wonder if that's happening with Susan's cat, too, because, you know, that when the the regular human world gets quiet, the spiritual world gets a little bit louder. You know, my favorite time, if I can stay up that late, because I'm getting up too early these days, uh, is around midnight when uh-huh. human beings get quiet. You know, it's it's a really nice time period for me. So maybe that's true with Suzanne's cat, Susan's uh-huh. cat. Um, well, here's the deal. Even though you're interviewing for jobs, you're not really like into them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh-huh. if you're not excited about the job, then how is the person on the other end of the table going to feel about hiring you? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I've had two interviews that I was um, more interested in and one, you know, that was a different kind of a bridge from where I've been. So I thought it was very that's interesting. That's good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, what and do the you... other one yesterday was definitely another bridge because it was in another culture. So I don't know. So, and here's the thing, you're very hireable. People like you, you're talented, you've got good skills. So it's not that, you know, that they're not going to hire you because of those reasons. It's just so much easier to pick out of a list of people that you're interviewing, the person who's practically leaping out of the chair, so excited to come work for you. You know, so what do you want to do since you're unemployed and you really have (laughs) these options available? What do you want to do? Well, I have a, a small private practice that I really was hoping would build, and mm. I've been trying to network. Um, and it's very slow, and it's very difficult to sustain my finances, etc. although I've been blessed with being able to do that so far. Um, and my work is, you know, psychotherapy, but of a spiritual combination Wonderful. of things. And that's what I love doing. Um, and the other work is associated with that, but in more of a management or supervisory position. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit removed from that. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind doing both, having a greater income with a regular job that gave me benefits with <laughs> insurance so I wouldn't have to pay for it and sustaining my 
private practice. Right. So the first thing that I'm going to recommend that you do is you get rid of all those hows about how this is supposed to work out because you're indicating from, oh, I need this mainstream job to do the job I love uh-huh. for insurance and benefits, right? Well, if you're making great money as a therapist, you can pay for your own insurance and you can take the, all the time off you want. So... And notice when I say that, I can feel your your auric field kind of pushing up against mine, like, well, that's that can't happen, kind of a thing. So, so I've been praying for it to happen, and God. I want it to happen. Great. I, you know, I'm sending out to the universe, please send me people, and I'm right. letting my network know, you know, what right. I want. And so here's how you manifest: instead okay. of saying please, what you say is thank you, as if it's already happened. So okay. your job is to feel. As many okay. moments a day as you can, or you can just dedicate five minutes to it if you tend to go towards the negative bent okay. while, while you're manifesting, that you, you have a full practice. People love you, and you can use my prayer, may those who I can easily help find me. That's a prayer uh-huh. I've been using for about 12 years. Okay. And and that you, you have enough money to pay for your benefits, and you get to take all the time off. It's already happened. You, yeah. It's already happened. There's nothing you have to figure out or organize. You don't have to go out and hunt for clients. It's all there. And that's okay. what I want you to feel. Okay. So yeah. that's what you see. <laughs> well, what I see is that you have negative beliefs about doing what you love and being uh, able to be financially comfortable doing it. Uh-huh. And so when you feel this other piece, then you're going to break apart those negative beliefs that are completely untrue okay. uh-huh. and then allow all those people who are going to benefit from what you do in the world because you love it and you're good at it to come find you so they can move forward in their life. Okay. So, so may exciting. the people who need me come find me. Yes. Yeah, may those who I can easily help Find me. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, and I want to I want to report on this. Okay, yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. Bye bye. All right, now we're going to talk to Suzanne calling from Bothell. Hi, Suzanne. How are you? Hello. Hello, Suzanne. Suzanne. Now you you got you got <laughs> the uh, the understudy here, Marie. Hi, Gary. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm How's so yourself today? Great, and I'm so glad you called because I'm going to be on your show on Sunday. You are going to be on our show Sunday night at, in the 8 o'clock hour. Yes. And I went in at holiday time, and I told the elves in the workshop, they're the people who put the show together, <laughs> working behind the scenes, and when they found out that Marie Manucherry is going to be our special and honored guest once again, they were celebrating for five minutes, and I had to dock <laughs> them the pay because they were carrying on so much. Oh, you're so adorable. It's so great to hear your voice. And I actually got on your site today to look at who was your guest before me. And she looks amazing. Um, oh, Jan Denise. Yeah, Jan Denise. I love guests. Once in a while, I'll get a guest with two first names. Oh, yeah, Jan right. Jan Denise, and she wrote a book called Innately Good, dispelling the oh. myth that you're not. Around holiday time, not only are we going to be graced by your presence for a full hour at 8 o'clock. My pleasure. My pleasure. But before then, we have you know someone who's going to tell us what's right with humanity. If you pay attention to the news, the whole thing's going haywire. It doesn't matter what day you tune in. You know, man bites dog. That's news, right? So we always look for the the uh, bad news in, in journalism, but 
she's going to talk about how humanity is innately good, and she sets about in, in her book proving why that's so. I know, I love it, and she loves relationships, you know, and it's really had a big impact on her life. And there's nothing else she said she'd rather write about. So I'm, 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 I'm going to be. Of course, I'll get there a little early as I always do, but I'll be listening as much as I can before I arrive in the studio. And, and we'll be doing medium work and anything else, of course, that you want or the callers want when I'm on the show on Sunday. Oh, absolutely. Your mediumship is known far and wide, and then we get talking about energy as well. So what you have to offer will more than fill the hours. So my challenge is to come up with the right questions because you get to be the one answering them. When you're with me, you don't have to run the show. You can kick back, sit there in the other chair, and just field questions. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Gary, for calling in. Thank you, Marie. See you Sunday. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's move on to Annette calling from Seattle. Hi, Annette. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Great. What can I do for you? Uh, I've talked with you a little bit before, Marie, and gone to some of your classes. and I've been, Thank you very I, much. Yeah, I really, you've been very helpful to me. Great. Thank you so much. And I um, have been sick for a couple of years mm-hmm. and now am better. Yay! Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. It's uh, great news. No kidding. So oh, my gosh. Two things. One is I'm, I am really excited about it. I also feel like I'm just coming to terms with how hard the last two years have been mm-hmm. now that I'm a little better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just want, if you have any tips or insight into that of just how I work through that, and then I'm looking for a job now. Okay, great. Oh, again, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, that's just phenomenal. Wonderful news. A great Christmas present for you. Yes. And New Year's and all of that. Um, well, it sounds like to me that you're grieving the last few years because it was really tough and you didn't know what was going to happen and you were scared. Mm-hmm. Everyone has um, an area of their life that when it's not going well, we freak out. You know, so some people it's their health. Some people it's their bank account. Some people it's relationships. Uh, you know, we, we all have and health for you is it, you know, where if things because you're pretty organized and you're very smart. And so when you go to investigate something and you don't get the answers that work, you know, that it's challenging. It's scary for you. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, I think during that two year process, you were on the ball to make sure that everything worked out well and you couldn't allow yourself to really grieve. Mm-hmm. You know, it took a lot of energy just to get through the day. Just to be, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. So now you're you're doing a little bit of background work. You know, you're actually having your own personal therapy. You're being your own therapist for yourself. Congratulations. Mm. Grief is an important part of healing because we need to grieve who we were before we fully embrace who we are and who we are becoming. So what you're doing is actually right on. It's perfect. Okay. Uh, and, and what you can do is, you know, you have your grieving. And, you know, it can be hard or challenging or scary, whatever it is. You let yourself have those experiences and then f- do something to get your energy in a different place. You know, okay. give yourself a break, go for a walk, get some hot chocolate, open a present, whatever you need to do to help you shift your energy so that you're not going to stay there all day. Okay. Yeah. But congratulations. Thank you. Oh, you know, I really believe that people heal themselves yeah. and, and you did. And congratulations. I couldn't be happier for you. Thank you. Welcome. Have a great holiday. Yeah, thanks very much, Marie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, now let's talk to Alice calling from Maple Valley. Hi, Alice. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Great. What can I do for you? Um, I have a problem with um, procrastination. Okay. And it seems like it's stuck energy. 
dark energy, obviously, and um, it just it it bothers me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know the clutter around the house. Right. I mean, it's not um, super bad. I mean, but, right, right. Um, it I it's like I'm stuck. Uh, for instance. Um, like for shredding papers, I have a pile I need to shred. Um, I haven't done that. Do you have any people around that can help you? Well, the thing is, I have the time to do it. Well, but but that's okay. Sometimes there's several things going on, but what, sometimes we have procrastination issues because there's things we don't want to do. You know, we just don't want to do them, and it's okay to not want to do certain things. Um, do you have? children around or someone you can hire to come in and do some of that what may be considered to you boring work that's necessary that you just don't want to do anymore that you love to put your energy in a different way and that's what I'm getting about you I really thought when you first brought it up I thought I was going to go in a, in a completely different direction and what happens is I listen to the caller and I make little notes and as I'm talking I get even more information and it's because you waste your time trying to do things you don't want to do and there's nothing wrong with that. I think what will be really fun for you is to stop doing, you know, stop trying to do those things you don't want to do anymore. Hire someone else or ask someone else to do it for you. Do some trade if you want to and find out where your energy does want to go. Your energy wants to go somewhere. That's why this procrastination has been around for a long time. It wants to go somewhere, but you're not giving it the opportunity to go in a direction that's going to be very fulfilling for you. You're still trying to do all these kind of general things that your body's like, what the heck? I don't want to do any of this stuff. What is she trying to do? I don't want to shred pe- papers. I got other stuff I want to do. So so that means that there's a whole part of you that wants to birth something. And it would be very important for you to allow yourself this space. And Because what's happening, even though you're not getting this stuff done, you're degrading yourself all the while you're not shredding the papers and whatnot. Then you don't have the energy to allow this new form of life into your being. So stop trying to do the things you don't want to do so you can create space to discover the things that really inspire you. Okay. Okay? All right. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays. You too. All righty. Bye. All right. Now we're going to talk to Jay calling from the Great White North, Canada. Hi, Jay. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? Great. Thank you. I am reading on the board you have a Christmas story. Is that right? Yeah, whatever time we have left. Um, yeah. Back in 2003, I decided to take a meditation course at a Thai temple. And uh, during that time, um, it was in September, I decided in November I wanted to actually uh, forgive my dad. Hmm. So um, one of my friends said, you know, why do you want to forgive your dad? He says, well, I just want to forgive him. He says, What's the real reason for 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 giving your dad? And I and I kind of looked at her and I says I don't know what it is. So I try to figure it out and uh, you know send it out to the universe and 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 uh, and um, uh, a reply came back from my aunt says you know my dad did the best that he could. So I said oh gee when do I do this? I said oh, I'll do it in December. I said, do I write him a letter or do I, you know, do it face-to-face? And I said, well, I'll do it face-to-face because that's the best thing to do. He's still alive. Wow. So I did it on uh, December 27th of 2003. And what I did is um, we, um, we had supper there, and then we went to the living room and turned on this light. And the light that I turned on was starting to flash off and on. So I told the spirit, say, okay, wait until, I, you know, 
until I, you know, get everything all settled. So after showing my dad a whole bunch of videos of how my life was going at that time, I, I uh, got my dad's hands and I looked him in the eye. I said, you know, Dad, thank you very much for, I got some things to say to you. I said, Dad, thank you very much for being my uh, soul, in, soul into this earth, you and Mom and Dad. I said, thank you. I said, Dad, thank you much for the ingenuity that you, you gave me. And uh, thank you very much for the funniness that you, you gave me, too. And then I said, Dad, uh, the reason why I've been angry at you for a long time is this, that you didn't have a father figure. And I asked for your forgiveness. And my dad said yes. And so we both started just crying and crying Aww. and crying. And, uh, and then I said, Dad, I have something to give to you. And, and his dad said, no, 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 no. And uh, so I... Dad opened up the present, and was uh, he was crying when he looked at it. He says, Jay, this is the happiest you've ever been. So it started, started crying, and my stepmother was there in a chair, and so we're teary eyes, and my, mom, my stepmother looks at the, the, the lamp. It's starting to move now, <laughs> going wow. back and forth. And uh, uh, my dad got shivers, and uh, my dad's living room is actually uh, um, you know, two-by-six, like thick-walled, you know, living room and, you know, double glazed windows. So it wasn't because of the coldness, but it was because of the, the releasing that was going on. And then the next day I, I was shivering too. I was, my teeth were chattering. I was releasing anger, I believe, at that time. And ever since then, uh, we have a great relationship. Wow, that is a beautiful story. I love it. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing all the way from Canada. How nice. Thank you. Canada. You're very welcome. That's a lovely story, and I know your family cherishes it. Yes, they do. So I always tell that story every year if I can and help people on their journey of forgiveness. Thank you so much for sharing that story, Jay. Really. You're welcome. And Maria. happy holidays. Hey, you too. Take care. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. So we have just a minute left. I don't know. If, do we have time to answer a question? Or well, you tell me. Can you talk to someone in 30 seconds? Okay, 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, let's bring Emily on from Seattle. Hi, Emily. How are you? Fine, thanks. How are you? Fine. So headaches, right? Yes. I've, I off and on get these headaches, and I feel like maybe I'm straining my neck or something. I'm not really quite sure what's going on. Well, the headaches are about repressing your intuition. Uh, so I'd love for you to spend time... Figuring out your intuition, where you want to use angel cards, tarot cards, automatic writing, um, you know, really spend time believing that you're intuitive, because I guarantee you are. People who get headaches are generally very intuitive, especially when they're chronic and long term. Okay. And so embrace your intuition and let it go. Okay. Okay. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for calling in and all your stories. And happy, 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 happy holidays. We wish everyone a safe and wonderful holiday season. Joyful blessings. Bye bye. Thank you.